Welcome to Truth Sentinel, watching over the truth and the news. I'm joined uh, with by Seth, uh, as usual. Welcome, Seth. How's things? Oh, living life, living life. Uh, weather's getting a heck of a lot better out here. Uh, finally getting out of the uh, cold, dark winter uh, Joe Biden was talking about there. So, you know, hopefully we'll have a, another wonderful year. I have a feeling we're seeing a whole lot cooking there. Uh, seems like riot season is getting started again. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. And um, unfortunately, Seth, our last episode was deleted by YouTube because we uh, we broke some codes of practice um, and discussed certain things. So we had to make we have to clarify a few things. Did you um, have those questions you wanted to ask me? Yes, I did. Uh, first of all, I wanted you to clarify what do we think of vaccines? Uh, Truth Sentinel or uh, Seth Davis, Scott uh, Benson there, anything like that? What, what, what do we think about vaccines? Well, obviously, we think uh, get an unknown cocktail of substances and having someone from the pharmaceutical industry inject them into our veins is a fantastic idea. We, we think it probably makes you live longer, if anything. Would you, would you agree? Well, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, you probably live at least two, three hundred years. That's why science has evolved so far so fast. It's why the average life expectancy is so high right now. I mean, it's not like it started to slip backwards in recent years there at all. I mean, you'd be crazy to believe such a thing. But uh, here, we got another question for you, Scott, that I really felt was very important. There's what do we at Truth Sentinel think about the World Health Organization? This is for the the wonderful moderators at YouTube out there that we just we wanted to let them know how we feel. Yes, we wanted to clarify this. So, well, what's not what's not like to like about a huge corporate body? Um, and why why the hell wouldn't we trust such a huge organization? With uh, capillary arms like capillaries all over the all over the world, giving uh, giving us wonderful advice, and um, we should literally not question. I don't I don't see any reason why we shouldn't we should question anything they say or any large body really any large political organization, medical body. We should just accept it. I think wouldn't you yeah. agree? Agreed, especially given the uh, connections that definitely don't exist exist between any sort of uh, political or uh, corporate business organizations and the World Health Organizations, because th that, that just doesn't exist. I mean, I know the uh, was it Secretary General of the United Nations and whatnot is a super trustworthy guy. And I know the World Health Organization would never be involved with the Gates Foundation or, or anyone like that. Anybody like that. That would be so wild and speculatory to think. But then uh, one last question here, Scott, and this is the most mm. important now, is uh, what do we at True Sentinel think of the lockdowns? I really wanted to get your uh, two cents on that. Well, everyone everyone knows that when you're sick and you've got a, uh, some kind of virus or something, the best thing to do is to stay locked in a dark room alone, not meeting anybody. Um, and pretty much, really, life is... life isn't really that much better if you meet people and you should you should basically lock yourself at home uh, in fact i don't i don't see why we don't just do all, do all do that anyway i mean is there any anything detrimental about complete isolation i don't, I don't think, think so that. especially not if you're getting your uh, crispy cream donuts daily after getting your vaccine naturally i think that's one of the just truly astounding health advice from the experts naturally I mean, I'm pretty well, sure Anthony Fauci himself once said that Krispy Kremes are the foundation of health, good health. I, I, I'm pretty sure he said that. Maybe I might be wrong, might be wrong, but sounds like something well, you might say. 
You know what annoys me is seeing all these bloody um, exercise and health and fitness channels out there and people telling you to eat healthy food and try and do exercise. I mean, what seriously, what good does exercise do or fresh air? Do we need it? I don't think so. Lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. put ourselves in tubes. Put ourselves in tubes. In fact, the sooner we could get ourselves in tiny little boxes in the ground where we have no more respiration, no more anything like that, the better it is for Mother Gaia or whatever there. Uh, You know, I mean, the uh, Georgia Guidestones did say get down to 500 million. What, what, what was it? Something like that? 500 million as far as population? No, no well, Seth, that's conspiracy. We're sticking to medical <laughs> facts. facts now. Facts. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Kieran, Kieran, let's say hello to a few people in the chat room. Kieran says, glad you've both started to see sense. Obey and never question anything. I think he's got a good point. <laughs> Seriously, why, why should we... If you see something on the news or if the government tells you something or a big pharmaceutical agency tells you something or a world health body, you should just do it. I, it doesn't seem any reason to be suspicious. So I think Kieran's quite right there. Hello to Kieran. Hello to Gormonga2 uh, and anyone else who's listening. Uh, there may be some more people coming. Feel free to uh, leave comments in the chat there and uh, ask us any questions that you guys have pressing as to uh, news that's going on and whatnot. Absolutely love to answer questions from you guys. Yeah, today's going to be a very fluid show uh, where we talk about anything that just happens to be in the news. We're going to scan the news websites uh, a bit later and just comment on things we see. Um, Also, obviously, the usual topics, lockdowns, COVID, vaccines. Mutant variants, vaccine passports, world news, anything you've seen in the news. Um, Also, we'd appreciate some uh, help from the listeners out there to suggest um, what we're going to do when when our channel is taken down, because we've got two two strikes at the moment, although the first one was a was a warning strike. So technically, we've got two more left. Um, They are going to happen because we're not. we're not going to, apart from what we just said, which was, of course, all true, we're not going to change what we talk about. Um, the, the things I was thinking of, we could, get, we could go, we could start an episode on YouTube. When we've only, once we've only got one strike left, then we could, we could start our episode on YouTube and then switch to somewhere else. But then that only really kind of applies to people who are actually listening to live and then, um, you know, we, we could start on YouTube and switch to BitChute or something. I, I don't know. I was also thinking if we could go back to a radio network like Dark Matter uh, Radio and, and ask if we can do a live call-in show on a radio network. Yeah, that might I, work. I would definitely be up for that. And uh, if you're down, that that would be great. I know Pete has been uh, pushing and like chomping at the bit to get back into the uh, radio sphere. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome man i would love to get back to that and i mean obviously we'd be flying a little bit more professional than we are right now and uh you know more time more energy put into it and all this but uh well yeah don't I, count on it seth <laughs> yeah but i would definitely recommend to uh, anybody to make sure that you have a way to uh keep up with scott's work uh regardless of what goes on here on youtube uh whether that's following him on uh facebook or uh, much less uh, uh censored type stuff on BitShoot or anything like that uh do you have any other uh, of course truthsentinel.co.uk naturally as always and uh i really feel like people just need to make sure that they have means 
of being able to keep up with this stuff other than YouTube because YouTube censorship has become absolutely fucking unbearable lately. And it, uh, it's, it's going become to get impossible. Nothing but worse. Yeah. You can't talk you can't talk about anything basically. It's, it's, it's unusable. Um so this is a very limited um show at the moment. Yeah, um, we're going to kick it off with a uh, Goremonger if uh Goremonger 2 if you're down there with uh wondering why they're stoking fire of the riots. Media propaganda machine is revved up and showing police videos. I have to 100% agree here. It does seem as though that is the case. The riot season part 2 uh warming up and it definitely seems like it's the the race baiting and the uh, uber violence and the theft, the larceny, all this fucking insanity, the the arson is all uh, it seems to be tied to this idea of distracting people from their real enemy. It keeps people looking at each other. It keeps people looking at the racist down the street or um, keeps the average bigoted person that they want to look down at black people to see a bunch of black people on the street burning shit and attacking people and stuff and go oh goddamn black people and whatnot and it's just very contrived it feels like you can see the division being uh rent throughout society and it definitely feels like it's to get everyone to point fingers of blame at each other but not the state not the giant mega corporations, not the media. And honestly, I feel like the media, including our lords and saviors there at Google and YouTube, need to be made accountable for everything that's been done right now because they know how their algorithms work. They know exactly what they're doing, putting videos up where they're putting them and promoting people with the fucking the, the riot stuff. They, they've known this for the longest time and they still do it. The news is known for the longest time that they can foment riots with their goddamn coverage. And they still do it, Scott. I mean, we, we, if you're somebody that's up with history, they have done this crap since at least the 1800s, at least using freaking everything from town criers and newspapers to, to, uh, guys at public halls and whatnot to spread rumors and start a giant rumor mill in order to get people out in the streets to start attacking people so that they can create the chaos so that then they can create the new order out of chaos, which is, mm what we experience right now it's one of the main reasons why when fauci uh oh my god i can't remember the name of the uh the politician that they had the congressman that was uh doing the interview thing with fauci there and he uh, asks him when will my constituents be able to uh, uh get their their rights back and whatnot or uh, when do they get their rights back and fauci's immediate response real quick is just they don't and then he goes on to some like whole big spiel that goes on for about a minute where he says absolutely jack shit. But he still in that moment says they don't because that's what they want. That's why the third dose is a thing now. Of, oh, now you have to get a third dose of the vaccine and it'll probably take like six months to a year after you get the first two doses. So we'll just have to keep drawing this lockdown out till everybody's vaccinated because it's the, the goalposts that keep moving. The can getting kicked down the road again. So of course they have to start up new riots and get people to go those goddamn cops. When in reality, the average cop is nothing more than a tool of the state. Even if they're corrupt, if they're not corrupt, whatever they're made to enforce the unjust laws of the elite. And laws will always disproportionately affect the poorer communities and the entirety of the populace, which is you, me, everybody listening. We're the ones that get affected by these goddamn laws, not the politicians. And we're going to cover yeah. a little bit of what they're ready to jump on. But uh, Scott, do you think? Well, I thought um, what you were talking about there, the riots, um, I think it's, I was mentioned to you before, the, the a brief kind of... Uh, outline of today's show it comes along the theme of sucking the fun out of life and uh, 
I think all this killing, killing businesses, the riots are all part of that thing of, of destroying businesses and, and decay and just destroying current society for the great reset, you know, um, and sucking the fun out of life. I see it everywhere around me now here in Thailand, where we're back to two weeks of um, all bars, all bars cancelled, all uh, closed for two weeks. They say two weeks, but we've heard the two week thing before, right? We heard that a year ago. All bars, all parties, everything closed, no alcohol. It's just all part of this. We don't want anyone to enjoy themselves. And that seems to be what all of this is about. And strangely enough, there's a lot of the public are quite content with that. You know, we're wearing the mask, social distancing. It's almost like they never actually liked other human beings, you know? I think that's the whole thing of why the uh, control grid is actually with the it's far more literal than people think and as much as i adore what we've been able to do with the technology that we have at our disposal you know that this is how they control us right how we're speaking right now the goddamn cell phone i can call somebody on the radio i can listen to the tv somebody can turn on with their fucking cable news that is all literally the control grid that's why they feel so contented is because they can sit around and watch movies they can oh whatever i'll just read a book it's fine you know literally the fucking society culture the type of shit people spent thousands of years creating infrastructure for us to even be able to just piss this all away while watching fucking dancing with the stars or goddamn baby Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian or some stupid shit. It's just, it's TV, man. And I look, look, if you want to watch TV stuff, if you want to have the escapism, great. I understand everybody has their own particular escape. Mine's video games. Some people is reading books and stuff. Some people will be, uh, cause I read books usually to like informed type stuff, but, uh, some people that's their fantasy escape. Some people, their fantasy escape would be fucking movies and TV, whatever, man. That's great. But there reaches a point when all of society is escapism. You I notice have to say, I've, I've, I, I do enjoy a bit of escapism sometimes. I, I just, uh, I find it very hard to find a TV series that I enjoy. I mean, um, it was The Walking Dead, but then that kind of dec uh, declined a bit. Um, yeah, that dropped off pretty like quick. A, yeah, Better Call Saul, stuff like that, and Breaking Bad were pretty good. Recently, um, I've discovered I don't. I've only, I'm only three episodes in, so I can't say I can't say this is going to continue because there's three seasons, and I don't know whether the it's it's just a novelty at the moment. But I have to say, I was quite um, I was quite amused to see Cobra Kai. Have you heard of that? Heard of that? Yeah, yeah. I thought that's kind of cheesy, but still fun. Yeah. That people are going that route. Yeah, I kind of like that idea that you just, you know, because a lot of people from from my generation watched um, Karate Kid and then to, to find out there's a TV series that carries on literally where it left off. I, th I thought it was really funny. I, I, three episodes in and I do find it, I find it quite amusing. It's not Indeed. supposed to be that amusing, but it is kind of like a bit quirky. Yeah. So I like it at the moment. We got, it's um, nice to have escapism because damn, we need it at the moment. Yeah. We got a Gormonger 2 here. If you get rid of small businesses with lockdowns and riot damage, you can force people to work at megacores or megacorps who can circumvent government and make vaccines mandatory to work. Indeed. And we've noticed this with everything. These very people that claim to be uh, socialists, claim to be Marxists, claim to be communists, claim to be all these different various shades of left wing. And yet they're shilling for the megacorporations. I 
found that very interesting, whether or not we're talking about Black Lives Matter or we're talking about any of these American politicians from goddamn Bernie Sanders to AOC. They all seem to shill for the megacores. I find that interesting. You know, we talk about all oh, the 1%, the elite. Oh, they're so terrible, right? All these people on the left. We got to tax them and get rid of them. And yet when the chance comes, they bend knee just like fucking everyone else. It's almost like we live in a horrifying corporate uh, corporatocracy, a technocratic dictatorship on the par of like something like fucking RoboCop. And yet people are still on this tip of, oh, come on, man, don't be a conspiracy theorist. It's not like they control everyone's newsfeed to the point of being something like the fucking Truman Show, where they literally can control people's newsfeed down to like the drip of the individual story article and knowing how your reactions are going to be timed to this. It's sinister, man. And I see it, you see it. It's one of the main reasons why I try and at times to disconnect from all this shit, disconnect from the news, disconnect from everything, because I understand that they're trying to do it to me too, as much as anybody, they're trying to do it to all of us, right? And discouragement, as you brought up earlier, demoralization seems to be the aim of the game, man, is to get us all to just, oh, whatever, bend, bend back and fucking tuck chin and just, oh, whatever. It very much so feels like the movie, uh, oh my God, is it the movie Utopia? the original uh like what is it one of the very first movies ever made uh i mean it's not birth of fiction but uh oh, what the hell is it it's like 1910 1913 know, know whatever that mean, utopia yeah. movie black and white yeah mm -hmm. that's them that's that's their society that's their ideal that they want everybody they want all of us at is being like those worker drones that you see in that movie there of that everyone slope shoulder slope back Touch chin, sad, staring at the ground, looking at no one, looking at nobody, having no life. You're a worker drone and nothing more. That's what they want us at because they view all of us as like a fucking uh, competition for resources, for their precious resources. And I don't know why anyone in their right fucking mind would trust people like that with their health. People that have apart admitted. From, apart from what we said at the beginning, which we have called naturally. Believe. Naturally, naturally, we would we would never advocate for anybody to take their own life into their own hands and their own destiny into their own hands, because that would that would be wild, crazy, crazy out there sort of ideas. But uh, let's get on a little bit with some of the uh, news we've got here. Do you have any articles you want to cover uh, to start with here, Scott? Well, before we do, I wanted to carry uh, continue with that. Uh, what Gormonger said. Yeah. So I think. Um, what if they do bring out like they crash the economy, then they bring out the government uh, basic monthly income for everybody? I must admit, for the first few weeks, I'm going to take the money, put it in a bag and then just run off into the jungle or something. But um, you, you've got to you've got to play these people at their own game. You've got to you've got to take as much as you can and then get the hell out of the system somehow. But I think I think it's right. You'll if you don't take your vaccine, they're going to cancel things. Uh, if you don't do certain things, it's going to be the social. Everyone knows the social credit thing is coming. Yeah, social credit system. We're actually going to cover the uh, the microchip stuff with the Pentagon and all that. So we've got that okay. as well. Let me let me do an initial. Just I haven't got any particular stories, basically, but I wanted to do just a, a brief initial scan of the news, just so we can look at it and we can go back to it later. We don't have to to look into these uh, properly. So let's just do a quick a quick scan of the news. You're uh, if you see something you want to want to talk about, then um, go ahead and mention it. Um, 
actually first the first one i thought i'd have a quick you'd have a quick look at thailand um and the news in thailand basically i don't know if you can can you see that clearly uh seth where it says hospital yes, bed shortage on yep. the right as the number of covid19 cases in the third wave soars several people are turning to social media in a desperate attempt to find hospital beds for their families and friends yeah, this is the typical kind of propaganda that the the media are taking part in. Basically, these kind of artificial scarcity. I don't actually believe them to be true, and they'll they'll also talk about they'll also talk about how funeral homes are just overwhelmed, and then they'll um, they'll have photos. There's another one I'm going to show here uh, while we're on the topic. Um, I'll show you another example of the propaganda. Um, the propaganda that we can see everywhere. I think there's one on the BBC. Well, of course, it's not difficult to find one on the BBC. Let me just um, let me have a look at the BBC. There's one on here. Sorry, guys, it takes me a bit of a time to switch between windows. OK, the BBC, there's one here. Let me just find it. Um, mm -hmm. OK, if we go down a bit. There was one of a guy crying, and it was like, uh, where is it? There's a picture. I'll talk. I'll describe the picture while I'm trying. Oh, that's CNN. No wonder. No wonder I'm having problems finding it. There's BBC. Unfortunately, when I when I change to a different um, news thing, I have to then share again. So. Um, all right. Basically, I noticed that uh, climate change pledge there from China. I thought that was interesting, considering that there's a lot of information that the entire lockdowns and all of this stuff uh, happening across the Western world is literally to make our economies equal with third world countries. For real, for real. Yeah, so that we're forced to be interdependent on one another. Uber globalism. That is the entire point of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I may not be able to find this photo, but let me let me describe it while I'm still looking for it. So it's just a picture. It was talking about COVID deaths and it had a picture of like a guy almost like the front cover of that. Um, one of the Vietnam War movies with this guy in absolute yeah. dismay. Another and a doctor comfort him is like as if as if like again, it's like it's like this general idea. The media and the government keep trying to pass off is that people are dying all around us. Like Biden, when Biden said you know, there's people sitting at home now with a, a chair, empty chair. No, no, Christmas all of us. You're acting like all of us. You try to say all of, I know everybody out there is, is missing somebody right now from there. And I'm like, missing is in, I can't see them because y'all have locked everyone down with your freaking like mental control or what? Because I haven't, I haven't had everybody die or anybody die around me from fucking COVID. So wait, yeah, I'm glad that those stories really annoy me and when they sort of try and make out that we've all lost people. I still haven't met, I still haven't in my social circle met anyone who knows someone really well who died of COVID. I know people who've, who say they've had it and I know people who say, oh, well, the neighbour three doors, Downs, brother's sister, um, he, she had it and his friend died of it, stuff like that. But nobody who really has, um, basically, 
the bodies are not piling up in the streets, but the media and the government always try and pass off this story. Yeah, well, Talking and you can see them. the fear-mongeriness and how people, like, do the Chinese whisper thing and, and just continue and distort the fear-mongering as time goes on there because everybody wants to to get in on it and get – because for some reason people get, like, some weird reflected glory or some shit from, from going, ooh, I knew that that person died of the COVID. Uh, when all this shit popped off in uh, for us here in, like, what is it, March, February, something like that – of last year somebody died up in mineral right this uh which is right next to where i live uh this old lady who's when i say old lady i mean like old lady like in her 90s i believe like has a heart attack and dies fucking people already started within a couple days of that all sorts of rumors of oh no man it was the covid dude it was and i'm like what what the fuck why what purpose do you have <coughs> to lie like that to start that kind of bullshit out there, but people will do it and people end up being their own worst enemies with all this type of stuff. Uh, but while you're looking for that, we have from the last unicorn here, great, great name there. Uh, heavy, uh, heavy film. Uh, mm. What are normal average people doing to make cash money to buy food and other necessities? What percent do you think may be using the dark net for this? <laughs> not, not enough. If I had to give you a percentage, uh, I'm talking like two, if that, if I just had to just out of nowhere, just two, and I would, it's probably lower than that, to be completely honest. I know that that's rough, but most people aren't using uh, alternative uh, uh, communication or alternative uh, electronic. Um, they, they aren't using the dark web. They aren't using dark net. They aren't using anything like that because people, for the most part, are just using what's provided to them. Yeah, that's indeed, pretty much uh, it. And most people don't even know how to use their goddamn cell phones beyond their fucking messaging apps and using the internet basically or what, you know what I mean? Very, very, very basic shit. Most of these people have no marketable skills online to be able to uh, do anything with that. They have no ability to do coding. They have no ability to work at all with uh, hacking with freaking uh, like uh, defense or anything like that. That was one thing about Jason with uh, the white hat hacking bullshit that he knew about was that it made me feel a lot more comfortable in general with uh, just when he was talking about stuff as far as uh, online uh, privacy, security, all this kind of shit where he would just shoot you straight on something that let's be honest, man, most of us know jack shit about because unless you're a big time tech nerd, you don't understand all the fucking nuances of uh of the interwebs. Let's see. We got a topic for later uh, from Gormonger Two. what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Been hearing about that stuff. Biden had that four minute press conference. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that this is going to be uh, pretty fucking. Yeah. And normal people are probably selling their prescriptions to their friends, coworkers. Yeah. No shit. Gormonger Two has that on point. That is what normal people are doing is selling what drugs are still illegal and things are illegal for them to be able to, to do in order to make just that little extra bit of money. I mean, for Christ's sakes, it really feels like that's why they made weed legal in the u.s here was just to keep people from having a fucking alternative source of income but we'll see what do we got here scott here you're muted up man about this i'm a bit slow today with my um yeah you're cool you're cool <laughs> um yeah well i thought we'd quickly just talk about we can always jump we can jump around and come back to topics but about the russia ukraine thing yeah i've heard whisperings on the grapevine that this i don't know i've heard listening to other um alternative media 
Um, some seem to think this is going to really escalate and there could be World War Three. And um, pe people who say they've got the ear to their ear to the ground say that this could this is really developing behind the scenes. What, what do you think, Cursor? Part of me feels like, yeah, it could be. But at the same time, the part of me that's a cynical bastard feels like it's more of the WWE type thing. It's more of the stage. And I, when I say that, I don't mean that people don't die. I don't mean that wars aren't fought and that people don't suffer. But I mean, as far as the, the rationale behind this, a lot of it feels big time like posturing, man. We'll talk about the Alexei, uh, what is it, Navalny stuff there in a moment and how that ties in with this. And it just, it feels very contrived, but mm -hmm. world war three, of course. Yeah. World war three. Duh. And I, I, that very well could be, but at the same time, we're in a point when all these governments around the world have to worry about their own citizenry rising up against them. And the only thing that world war three could give any of these major nations is an enemy to unite people behind, but they already have that to a degree with the, the virus fear mongering. I mean, disease is the one thing that most people worldwide believe in because not everybody believes in aliens. Not everybody believes in the different religions that they could have some fucking project blue beam stuff. Not everybody believes in uh, whatever you can come up with political uh, spectrums, all the stuff people are divided on. The one thing that almost every single person without fail believes in is viral theory, bacteria, uh, fucking disease theory, all this type of stuff, exactly how it's been fed to you from the time you're a kid. Almost every single person in the entire fucking world believes this shit, and thus they use that. Imagine that. They use the one thing that could unite everybody and the one thing that ties us all together in order to bring us to our knees. Part of me doesn't see them giving that up anytime soon. And yeah, we're there's the, the petty dictator thing of like the boss hog syndrome with a lot of these people where I understand there's a lot of cults of personality in Russia that definitely have a hard on for the West and especially uh, Europe and really want to see some motherfuckers pay because of the fall of the Soviet Union. But I really feel like China and the US are the the ones that are most likely to come to blows over any of this. And even then from the Orwell perspective, that I got on some stuff. I don't know that that's ever going to happen, Scott, beyond the limited uh, like flare-ups. I think there's a very good chance that there could be some serious flare-ups in, uh, in Ukraine and in Eastern Europe in general and stuff between spheres of influence there. Uh, I do think it's very likely we're going to see like a further pseudo-hot war break out, but I don't think we're going to see an actual full-on like hot war. I, I'm I just don't. To, I'm I don't. inclined to agree with you for the simple fact that I don't know if it would serve the global elite's purpose because it would kill off COVID. It would kill off their whole... Co if there was yeah. a serious, say, nuclear war, which I, I've heard people talking about, that behind the scenes there's there's um, tensions rising to the level of nuclear war. I think, well, that would end all their COVID thing. People would have a new fear and the COVID would be forgotten. Yeah, COVID would they, be fucked. They'd have no chance on yeah. that one. It, it would be I fucking think, hilarious. Yeah. They won't want to risk that. You know, this has taken a lot of time to prepare um, so, yeah, I, that's the only reason I don't think. But I think it's probably coming later. Indeed, uh, with and just jump into it right now uh, out of Business Insider. Here's some nice propaganda there. Uh, National Security Advisor says Russia will face, quote unquote, consequences if Putin critic Alexei Navalny dies. Uh, 
Let's see. The U.S. has threatened Russia with sanctions and other consequences if Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies in state prison. Last month, Navalny said he was going on a hunger strike in jail until he could see a doctor. Navalny is recovering after being poisoned with a Novichok nerve agent in Russia. Uh, Russia will face heavy consequences. Yeah, okay. Uh, dies in jail. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Sunday, quote, we have communicated to the Russian government that what happens to Mr. Navalny and their custody is, in the res is their responsibility and they will be held accountable by the international community, Sullivan said on CNN's State of the Union. Uh, which is just hilarious because, you know, CNN's State of the Union and all this stuff, and yet you still don't have Biden's State of the Union. It's... Mwah. Ah, it's it's a spicy meme, man. He he truly is the the just fucking corpse president. I really don't know what they intend to do with this fucking lame duck or if he's ever going to even have a state of the union because I don't know that he can talk for 40 minutes, man. For real, for no, real. I don't know that yeah. he can have a solid 40 minutes of just monologue stuff without trailing off every five seconds down a rabbit hole. Come on, come on, man. Come on. That's no joke. That's no joke. Yeah, he's got some yeah. real. He's got some serious issues. He can, if once they drug him up, uh, he can he can try and stay almost respectable for about five minutes, and then he just starts to the drugs wear off and he loses it. Um, yep. Don't cry, Masha, which I know is Sergey. He's our he's our resident uh, Russian actually listening on the side. Um, nice. He's he says um, the majority of Russians don't support war with Ukraine. I think that's true. Uh, it's propaganda. Russia's only concern is Ukraine becoming a NATO country. Yeah, definitely. Um, all these countries are working together. I think all the stories we hear of tensions, it's all it's all you can see with this whole covid thing. Like, look at look at how they've all come together and all doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, I mean, big time. It's, never it's one thing. That, and I know this will sound kind of cheesy if somebody's not on that tip. But that's one thing that when the flat earthers talk about that stuff with the. Uh, 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 the Antarctica Treaty and all this of the entire world working together for one thing. I'm like, what do you know about that? Well, like, well, as far as I've seen, anytime the entire world works together on one thing, it's to lie, it's to manipulate, it's to cajole. It's because all these governments are interested in furthering their own power. None of these people are more worried about serving the interests of the local population than they are stuffing their own pockets. And that's a fact, man. Anybody that thinks otherwise needs to stop being fucking naive. Mm. But I wanted, I, uh, to, I wanted to um, quickly give a note of positivity uh, here. Um, Prince Philip died. Um, <laughs> Prince Philip died uh, last week. And and uh, there was so much coverage on the BBC that there was a the highest amount of complaints that the BBC have ever received. Uh, over 126,000 complaints about the wall-to-wall -wall coverage because people in the UK have to pay for the BBC. Like, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't paid for years. and uh, Anyone with a brain doesn't bother paying, but some people still do. And uh, they they got this absolute tripe of every single channel churning out these videos. And uh, this this from the guy who said when he dies, he wants to come back as a virus to destroy humanity. He Ooh, kinky. Lovely... What if that's their uh, what if that's part of their plan? What if that's their yeah. thing now is to unveil the next thing? It's Philip. That's that's what they'll call the virus. It'll be Philippus Maximus Deathicus. Yeah, something yeah. fucking ridiculous. The big story, of course, though, whilst the funeral go it was going on, was all about William and Harry and how they're standing on opposite sides. There's um. William on the left there. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, basically because uh, they had that big falling out. 
um, over Meghan Markle and how the royal family have treated her. Ah, uh, isn't it truly just like the worst soap opera ever? That just it, it has it has worse writing than the shit people watch on TV normally. But then it comes on and we have this like Kim Jong Il style uh, a forced cry in where everyone oh, let us wail for the greatness that has passed. Like it's fucking eerie, man. It's eerie to watch as somebody on the outside. It's the same thing when you're talking about the clapping outside. That shit was, it, it's so cringy and sad. And I hope for so much better for the British people. Because that's just, that's fucked. <laughs> yay! Yay, slavery! <laughs> like, that's I have obedience. to say though, I have to say though, Seth, we've got to be impressed. Can you see this story about NASA to fly helicopter on Mars here? Wow, in no in in like zero zero atmosphere they're flying um, helicopters and shit man that's no no it's pretty impressive because when i when i had a radio controlled uh plane when i was younger usually when it got about more than 100 meters away it kind of the it didn't actually function properly because it was too far for the radio waves to travel but you got to be impressed with the way they can do that from from millions of miles away, right? Oh, Scott, they have. If you've seen the Voyager stuff, they can do it from billions of miles away. Uh, so with I that mean, old tin tin can that was made, uh, like what nineteen fifties, decades ago. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, impressive. It, yeah, it's something only like you know the goddamn uh sixties, uh, uh, almost seventy years old, something like that. You know, uh, whatever, whatever. It, it, it makes sense that that would last forever. You know how planned obsolescence. I mean, I mean the absence of planned obsolescence is. Yeah. Here's a good story here, because uh, sometimes when when I'm not sure about climate change, I just need to go to the BBC and they've got a good article here about how bushfires make you realize climate change is real. So if you see a fire, that basically proves uh, that climate change is real. Indeed. Here, uh, spitball for a second. I got to let the dogs out. OK, sure. Um Okay, well, what can I say? Let me go back to uh, the website. Basically, today we're just scanning through the news. Let me just say hello to everyone in the uh, chat while Seth is off. Uh, we've got we've got a few people listening at the moment. Hello to Kieran Gormunger, Last Unicorn. Uh, by the way, I, maybe now is a good time for me to mention that this is a call-in show, and if anyone is there listening and would like to come and make a comment, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let me just put the link in the chat. Here's the link to join us. Uh, basically, if you do decide to join us, just switch off your video. Uh, make sure you've got a headset if you can or some kind of microphone and uh, click on this link. Come and talk to us. Don't be shy. Like I know some people sometimes get a bit nervous, but you don't need to be. You don't need to show your face. Just uh, come and make a quick comment. Could just be one question, one sentence, or if you if you feel a bit relaxed when you get here, you can have a, a full on chat for five minutes if you want. Um, it just it's it's just nice to meet you guys. So there's the link there in the chat, and that's what the um, call in show is about. Is your dog okay now, Seth? Uh yeah, yeah. They just had to go outside. They're being fucking ridiculous, man. I I swear that. They can be completely well behaved when people are over, but when it's just them, they're like absolute savages. It's ridiculous. But uh, so what do we got here on the news? Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, police ID gunman who killed eight people at an Indianapolis FedEx facility as 19 year old former employee. Again, now they're going, and I shit you not, the news has already gone on the white supremacy angle, despite the fact that this is very obviously a disgruntled former employee. 
and that's it. That's it. That's literally Who cares about it. the truth. Who cares about the truth, <laughs> Seth? You, you know, the media will twist it wh whichever way they want. You're like, aren't most of the people he killed white? You're like, fuck it. Goddamn Nazis. I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. Wait, wait. Sure. I've got some breaking news. I've got some breaking news, Seth. This is fantastic news. Breaking. You heard it here first on Truth Sentinel. Look at this. Such good news. Uh, breaking, breaking news. Prince Philip funeral, William and Harry seen chatting after the ceremony. Oh, thank God. Oh, I'm going to sleep so much better tonight. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, when sleep. you really need to know what's going on, you need BBC News. Yeah, yeah, because that's, mm. that's the most factual statement that's ever been uttered. <laughs> A rare there's a there's a rare um case of the queen giggling over here when the queen was snapped giggling at prince philip this is the kind of tripe we get on the bbc all the time like a whole article because <sighs> somebody giggled there's the queen giggling there there was another big article about how she was sitting alone um poor yeah poor, like, i heard poor, she had really very, bad very gas. rich huh Heard she had really bad gas. Yeah, it was just be, forcing everybody be. away there. Yeah, yeah, stinky old fart. You know, mm, Jesus. Was it a guy removing bees for some reason? Like, what the fuck was that? Let's have a look. Uh, a royal the bottom of that seat. Yeah, a royal beekeeper was swiftly, uh, swiftly summoned to. What was the problem? I got lucky. Got the right. Uh, Okay, let's read some of this. Um, oh God, no, Scott, no! It doesn't matter. It does, it's, it's all to draw you in. It's all stupid I, shit to draw you in. Don't I'm do all, it. I I'm to... actually interested. Why is the beekeeper in this story? Uh, you know they did going? it on purpose. They did it on purpose. Yo, picture of ah, a castle. Ah, look, there's some there's some chairs there. There's bees. Oh, look, they've attacked. The bees are attacking the royals. Oh, there. thank God. Apparently, oh. the bees are serving the will of the, the British. Beekeeper public. saved the day there. Look, <laughs> Damn that's, it. that's good news. Uh, okay, nothing nothing much going on there. Um. One one uh, thing I'm noticing these days, um, every time every time a celebrity dies, uh, by by the way, I would like to point out that uh, Prince Philip did have the vaccine before he yeah. died. Nobody's talking about that. Um, Dude, DMX had the vaccine about a week and a yeah, half before I know. he died there too, and his family yeah. is saying that the news is outright lying with the OD story that they put out because mm. they instantly went, "Oh, he overdosed, heart attack, overdose, overdose," and yet his family's like, "Dude, he's been clean for like about a year and a half now since he got out of prison." So, most a lot of people, a lot of celebrities that you see on the news these days, uh, check whether they've had the vaccine. Sometimes the media are pretty quiet on it, but uh, a lot of the times I've checked, they they have had the vaccine. Prince Philip was no exception. So maybe the vaccines aren't so bad. I don't know. They do have their uses. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. Mm. Uh, it's a dark. Um, it's a dark. That is a bit dark. Yeah, it's a bit dark. He was a lovely, lovely man. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm talking about for the other people. I mean, him, who cares, man? He's, that's literally like when Henry Kissinger will die or, or goddamn, uh, 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 what's his fuck? David Rockefeller died. I'm like, oh, who cares? Oh, yeah, no, the I'm world's a worse place. I, I'm I'm not the kind of person that speaks ill of the dead usually, but and and I won't even I won't even slag off um, Prince Philip that much. But he was such he was such an evil, disgusting creep? person that yeah, creep. Um, Jimmy Savile affiliate. Yeah, a friend of Jimmy Savile. Um, 
I, I don't really I'm not going to be crying for them. And, and there's a, the media try to pretend that everyone in the country is um, distraught. Well, how come one hundred and twenty six thousand more than any other ever any other time rang in to complain to the BBC? Because they, they didn't want to watch things. this shit anymore. They didn't want to watch yeah. this stupid funeral. And what a waste of money. I'm sure, I'm sure we all paid a few million for that as well. If you saw his funeral, um, this was a guy that every time he met members of the public, he insulted them, and they were just written off by the media as gaffes. You know? Well, was he in a solid gold casket? Because, I mean, so far that's only been reserved for St. George of Floyd, and I'm still uh, wondering why the fuck that is but whatever wouldn't want to wouldn't want to think about it too hard it's not like it's definitely a part of some sort of psychological ritual that these people are foisting upon the populace or anything like that yeah Christ. well the good news from the uk is that everyone everything's back open and we can all they can all celebrate and it's going to be wonderful on the floor like we're goddamn grids everywhere keep your distance i do, oh dude it's so patronizing it's so fucking patronizing. And it's even worse watching grown ass men and women have to look for fucking signs on the floor to be led to go do things because, oh, I have to have instructions, have to have instructions. It but, but Seth, we, we've got to be so happy that this is now uh, in the UK and probably the rest of the world. Everything's going to go back to normal, right? It was. Yeah, like, I would say what within a month or two. The vaccine. Oh, I was going to say a decade or two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then a decade oh, really? or two, no, definitely. No, don't be silly. Everything's going to be fine and everything's going to go back to normal. Uh, the vaccines will sort everything else, else out and all the laws will be reversed that took away all our rights and everything's going to be wonderful. I don't know, right? Scott. I saw that maybe you're watching BBC. I saw CNN. And according to CNN, we're all going to die because the fourth wave is ready to hit. And it's just the fear. No, well, actually, actually, they're <laughs> probably closer to the truth because there is going to be. Basically, I, I, I've said to. Um, I've said to a lot of my friends who do believe in the whole the whole COVID story that uh, this is this is forever. This is not for a couple of weeks, and you're yeah. you're going to be locked down again. And I don't I don't claim to be some wise person. It's just that those of us who haven't been watching mainstream TV for the last few decades, you just kind of know what's you kind of know. Certainly, nobody knows for sure what's going to happen in the future. But I know for a fact. Most of all, the laws that have come in and all of this, they're not going to do something this big and then let everything go back to normal. Not a chance. We, uh, they're going to they're gonna love the, the control they've had over this event and they're going to want to continue. It's going to be the same in 10 years. Lockdowns, masks, everything, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I did have people, a question for you. Because yeah, yeah. um, um, this is a question I'm sure is in a lot of people's minds. Um it's on my mind as well, and I don't know the answer to it, but I do have a kind of, I do have some ideas and thoughts about the worst case scenarios, medium scenarios. Um, so I wondered, where do you think the world's going to be, say, five years from now, worst case scenario? Oh, wow. Really? Fuck, mm. Scott. Uh, worst case scenario, <laughs> we are beyond where we're at right here uh a number of people have already been put into re-education camps uh in most western countries uh they've already been created uh people that for anything from 
offending someone to political uh, noncompliance, whatever, will all be put up in the noncompliant box. Anybody that they need to go away will go away. They'll have uh, microchips that you'll use for buying and, and selling anything there. Uh, all your currency will be digital. All of your information will be digital. Uh, smart dust and nano dust uh, shit will be sprayed continuously by planes over everything, and people will track everything you do in live time. And anything from you taking a crap to you sleeping at night will be completely, totally recorded by a bunch of weirdos that will then watch over it later for any sort of sign of anything they can use to, uh, you know, blackmail you for eternity. Oh. Well, your, your, your worst case is actually better than mine, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my worst case scenario is like uh, 50 to 80 percent of all, all humanity is gone. Um, they've wiped out because they brought in some bioweapons and yep. said it was a, a yep. variant. And then they just killed off um, 50 to 80, maybe even more, 90 percent of the population. The remaining the remaining people are living in camps. So we're, we're, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Re-education re camps. Um, but in isolation, in isolation cells, they don't meet. They never meet another human being. There's plastic sheeting everywhere. If you do have, have to meet another human being to be interrogated for some reason, because you said something out of line, you probably make your way down a plastic tunnel and you're sprayed with disinfectant as you go because you're a disgusting. Um, we, we, you know, everyone's told we're basically disgusting virus on the earth. And uh, the only friends you have are AI bots that you meet online. They're not real people. And you're, you're con constantly bombarded with news of, uh, and uh, information, but it's all fake. It's just fake uh, events that, didn't, that aren't actually happening. It's all AI-generated uh, movies. And you're, you live, there's just very few people left on the earth apart from the elites and a small bunch of essential workers that, that basically service the elites. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And, um, wow. And then, and then Armageddon comes later. Yeah. Yeah. But yours was a little bit, <laughs> yours is a little bit darker than mine, Scott. Although I don't know, I view, uh, subservience as worse than death personally. So, uh, mm -hmm. maybe I think mine might be a little bit, a little bit rougher, but at the same time, oof, good times, man. Good times. I so I wanted to ask that question. Uh, I wanted to ask that question to the audience as well. Um, that will be one of the themes of today's show. What do you, where do you see this all going five to ten years from now? Uh, let's. I mean, I think everyone accepts that we're aim. It's everything's aiming for the year twenty thirty. So we've got nine years. So what's going to happen in those nine years? Um, people in the chat, people who listen to the recording later, make your comments under the video. Even better, come and join us now. I'm going to post the link yeah. again. Come and join us now and tell us what you think's going to happen. Or again, give us your questions or comments, because that for me that's the nagging thing. I I know everything's bad. I know it's not going in a good direction. I honestly don't see. I don't think there's enough people that actually um, are against this to to for us to change it. So I think it's going to go the the way of the elites, and I don't think it's good. But I've got kind of best case scenarios, medium case. My, okay, my best case scenario is five years from now, we're going to be under a pretty intense control grid, but maybe it will just be control rather than mass annihilation of the population. Um, 
and maybe we'll, some of us will be able to escape and live in the countryside. Ossie's going to come and join us soon. We spoke to Ossie once before. Thanks, nice. Ossie. That'll be great. I'm going to post that link again just to keep it nice and present there if anyone wants to join us. Come and tell us what you think the worst case scenario or the best case or even the medium case. I think control is one aspect. Um, and and my, my the positive side of me says we might have a couple of years to get our th ourselves sorted out, maybe. I'm still hoping that I might have a chance to get... I'm not, I'm not trying to run away from this, uh, but I would like to get slightly off grid and out of society as much as possible and self-sufficient. That's what I want to do. I'll still come and do these shows and that, but I want to get away. I don't want to be part of the kind of society that I see being created around this, which I think is almost inevitable. I, I, I just don't think there's enough of us to stop it, to be honest. Well, trust me on this one, man. I, I get you on that, dude. Uh, if they could just wait till 2036, I'd have my mortgage paid off and everything would be so much easier than a it, dude. That's they count on that for everything with all of us. They count on all of that are all of our entanglements with the material, all of our entanglements with stuff. These guys, I'm not on some Christian tip. And yet these guys literally are masters of the material world. They are, if you want to talk about the devil is Lord of this earth, well, my God, are these people not 100% that? And that's what they play up on. They play up on creature comforts and things like that. You know, a poison that just tastes so good. That's what they got us all on, man. If you're drinking soda, if you're fucking drinking beer, if you're, well, you're fucking smoking a cigarette, if you're whatever the fuck, man, it's the same shit. What is that? Soda water? Oh, God, no. <laughs> You said soda water, but okay, what's wrong with soda water? It's just water, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. sparkling water. That's right. Yeah, there's no sugar in that as far as I know. But um, in general, they, they, they utilize those sorts of systems in order to control people, and it really feels weird. Um, yeah. Ossie says, I'm closer to Scott. Uh, worst case, many of us will already be dead. I'm sad to say that. That's yeah. the worst case scenario. Um, yeah. Looking on the positive side, it might not go in the direction of the worst case scenario scenario most of the maniacs at the top are obsessed with depopulation it's true and i've always um i always go back to a lot of these rich people live on big estates and they regularly cull cull the animals on their estates they're used to death which they yeah. see as a way of controlling society because it's a better place and that's how they'll view depopulation it'd be yeah. like Oh, we're killing millions of people, but it's for the benefit of the earth. And it's going to I have be a so weird wonderful. feeling they've always done this, though, Scott. Try to set up mm. their own little, uh, uh, what would you call it? Escape pods, their own arc, if you will, away from all of this so they can insulate themselves and then just poop, pull the plug and watch all of society crumble. The entire house of cards just fall into nothing while people eat each other and turn into basically a bunch of fucking cavemen. Well, because when you said uh, they've always done this, that made me, th I, I kind of took you for a second just to mean they've always been depopulating us. And I think you might, on yeah. that vein, you may be right as well, that there's probably a lot of things they know are killing people out there. The oh, cancer yeah. rate, yeah, big time. the cancer rate since 1945 has reached, has, has just shot up to ridiculous level. That should have been investigated many years ago, but nobody's doing anything. Yeah. That it, it's nobody's investigating where it's coming from. And I'm, 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 fairly confident being a bit crazy conspiracist uh, type um, that they're probably trying to kill us through various methods anyway. And maybe it's not happening fast enough. So they brought in this event. 
Indeed. Indeed. Don't and cry, Sturgey uh, yeah. says, I used to think that people will rise up and we will kick ass out of blue-blooded elites. But after COVID, seeing masses turn into ship, maybe it means shit. Uh, you guys are right. We're doomed by Philippus Maximus. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Prince Philip is coming back as a virus. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it does. I always think it's strange when a lot of the religious types who believe in the Bible and revelations and that, and they think, oh, we're going to we're going to beat these guys. It's like. If you're not, you, you obviously don't re believe your own book then, because in Revelations, every, you know, it ends in Armageddon. That's literally yeah. where the phrase comes from. Megiddo in uh, Israel, where the final battle is. And uh, yeah, and the the the, uh, the Antichrist with the, the mark of the beast. It really does seem like, it does seem like the uh, mark of the beast will come in whatever way. And the vaccine, a, a kind of digital vaccine does seem like it would kind of tie in with that. And Sergey's written, what about those vaccination passports? They're going to happen, aren't they? And they are a concern for me. Yeah, they're already I'm, a thing. I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to get back to the UK? Because uh, at some point, at some point, my visa is going to run out. It's going to run out in, in seven months. And then I'm going to have to, I'll be, I won't be legally able to stay here. So I'll have to get out. And if you, it might, by then, it might be that you have to have a vaccine before you get on the plane. I, that's my concern, personally. I will say that I have been in contact with some people who've got uh, genuine, and I, I think I've heard more and more people are getting these now, genuine proof of vaccination, which is which they didn't actually get. So it's a genuine card that shows they had the vaccination, but they never got it. So that's the only lifeline we've got is to go down the criminal channels, basically, which, of How course, YouTube, we do not condone. Huh? Yeah, but think about how brutally evil is that to put people in this in with their backs to a wall where the only way that you can exist outside of their society is as a criminal. I mean, that alone should illustrate the immoral nature of those that run the system of the fact that any that don't toe the line and go along with whatever it is they want are now anathema to them. It's ridiculous. There's some, there's some evil stuff going on. Did you, I mean, I know there's some shock videos out there and, uh, you should always check how genuine they are and what's the backstory. But these ones looked pretty genuine to me, and it, it just wouldn't surprise me. But did anyone see the disabled people, uh, the the, uh, the people giving vaccines to disabled people in disabled homes? And they were literally holding them down. They were yeah. screaming, and they were yeah. going, "Oh, this is for your own good." It's like, and because these disabled people can't really fight back, it's like they were getting the shots. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's not like we're talking about the sort of people that are at the top of this system that are obsessed I, I should, with Malthusian I, ideas. I should add that to my worst case scenario. Uh, before the during the five years, people are being literally held down and plungers uh, of these of the co of the cocktail of the vaccines, which YouTube we agree with. We think people should be held down and vaccinated. Um, Kieran says, worst case scenario, what Scott said, Scott said any time. Oh, <laughs> best case scenario, what Scott said in 15 years. So he's saying it could take a bit longer yeah. before we're all annihilated. And Very positive, demolition man, but, free loving people had to live in the sewers. Yeah, no shit. That's the more time goes by, the more I really feel like we are in some sort of weird pseudo demolition man type society. And it feels I, like I that fully, where everybody's yeah. like artificially soft. Everybody it's and they've been made artificially soft. So they're easier to control because 
hard people, people that are like, uh, you know what I mean? That are they're self-sufficient, that are actually uh, uh, have self-awareness, aren't the sort of people that are just easy to corral and easy to control and easy to manipulate. But soft people, people that don't think, people that don't have very strong opinions either way, people that are essentially just human kelp getting pushed with whatever direction the, the fucking tide goes, those sorts of people are perfect to control. Those sorts of people are everything that the system wants all of us to be. And it's, it's eerie shit. I'll tell you another scenario. Um, I, I quite, I, lately I have been wondering wh where I'm going to, what I'm going to be doing a couple of years from now. And one scenario, which I really do believe is possible, but I kind of hope doesn't happen is that I'm living illegally in the jungle. Uh, trying to fend because i've had to i've had to escape whatever kind of control grid has come down you maybe they're going house to house forcefully vaccinating people and i have to flee into the jungle and i i think we have been the last few decades we've been so totally reliant on technology none of us have the skills to to live we're going to have to learn pretty damn fast how we're going to survive and uh i do think it's 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 a possibility which um I'm just kind of, I thought, well, I'm just going to have to learn bloody quickly how to survive out there, you know? Yeah, it really does feel like that, man. And it's, it again, it's, they know what they're doing. We're in a, a place where if the power grid goes down, as the old Joe Rogan joke goes, what do you do when the power goes out? Mm, sit and wait for it to come back on. Mm. What's going to happen when the grid goes out and doesn't come back on? There's going to be a lot of people for weeks, months, potentially even until they're dead they just sit around and wait for it to come back on and do nothing the people that survive are the ones that go outside and actually get shit done i'll tell you one of the things that would be worse for me is the isolation imagine let's yeah. let's say you're living in the jungle you know you've managed to survive against all the odds and then you you no longer have any i, I can no longer talk to you i can't talk yeah. to people on truth sentinel i can't talk to my parents there's no way of contacting people without the internet, without technology. Maybe I, at night, try to get into the city and, uh, you know, try and find some way to communicate. It's going to be, it's going to be lonely, you know? Yeah. Fucking A, man. I get you, dude. I get mm. you. And I don't, I don't see it being good at all for us, especially with how integrated the f cities of the future are going to be according to this. But at the same time, I don't necessarily just like to be 100% on the uh, dark tip. We can always, uh, we can always be positive in the sense that there is a chance that we'll see people push back enough to see some sort of, you know what I mean? Falling back because unless people stand up and get real nasty and real rough, it ain't ever going to change, right? This isn't something where they just stop trying to control humanity and stop trying to push society in the direction they want to push it. Uh, but in general, if even people resist like fucking 70% more than they are right now, uh, their plans would be definitely pushed back at least a solid five, maybe 10 years. That'd be real fucking nice. But again, you know, most people don't want that. Most people just want to, Hey man, we'll just, we'll just wait now. And then they'll just give us what things were before we went into lockdown, despite the fact that they said that they have no fucking interest in putting things back to like that ever again. So I would like to say there is a best, there is a, there is a possibility of the best case scenario. I, and uh, I just don't think it's very likely, but I'm going to yeah. say it, the possibility that five years from now, there's criminal trials like the Nuremberg trials held for what these people have done society. Uh, goodness knows, I would love that to happen. I just don't yeah. see it. But um, 
Oh, that if it if, if it ever did, that would be such an amazing time. Seeing all these people that have done this, shown to be um, maybe maybe people. Uh, there's an investigation, and it's all brought out into the light. Um, I think Fauci should just be given his dose. He could be given my dose and your dose, Scott, and the dose Everyone's of dose. every single person out there that we can possibly fit great? into him until got, he's just bursting million, at the seams. Yeah. We've got 10 million vaccines left. Oh, let's just give them all to Fauci. Just, and everyone yep. can go up to him and plunge it one in and then walk well, away. We'd, wanna, we'd want you. a medical professional to do it, Scott. We don't want people to, you know, be dangerous or, or unhygienic about oh, it. Oh, no, we do. Because, you know, we more do. vaccines as we've gotten to see here, Scott, with the, you know, new doses and stuff, more doses means more safe. So why doesn't he just put 30 of them just right, right into his neck, right there, right in real quick succession? You know, so what if it you just one happens to have an air bubble in it? Don't, don't think, don't think. Ugh. Yeah. But anyways, on some different topics here, we have, uh, what is it? By Summerlin out of newstribune.com. We have man who smoked legal weed in Nevada now faces years in prison in Dubai, lawyer says. As in Dubai, uh, if you've smoked weed or done any illegal drug, that's illegal in Dubai, anywhere in the entire world. When you come back to Dubai, if it's still in your system, you're a criminal. So, uh, yeah, this guy smoked for, I believe it was pancreatitis. I believe that's what it said that he has there. Recording himself smoking there. Yeah, pancreatitis. And, yep, found traces of marijuana in his urine test later and are arresting him and putting him in prison. So so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. This guy took this med marijuana for medical reasons in another country. Yes. And it was still in his bloodstream when he went there. To his home country, yes. Yeah, that's pretty harsh, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty harsh. By pretty harsh, you mean fucking authoritarian and insane. Like on a level of just... What? What? Yeah. Just, I find that there's a lot of things happening in the world that are like that. Um, uh, that was another thing I wanted to <laughs> I like Gormonger too. Maybe don't go to Dubai. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty Damn good right. one. Like, if you lived there originally, maybe, maybe extend that visa. Maybe become a permanent citizen. I don't know, man. I find, I don't know if, if, if you're the same, um, uh, Seth, and people listening, but I find that things are getting to such a ridiculous level. Every day I just see something in news and I just think, I can't, I can't take much more of this. And and I find two things happening. One, I don't want to even talk about this with other people in the public, because especially if I know that they're all down with the whole COVID thing, because it's just so ridiculous. And I just, Could you say no they're down with the sickness, Scott? Down with the sickness, yeah. And uh, the whole thing, it's like they're, they're another species to me now. There's just no point having a conversation with them because they're, they're, we're going to disagree so fundamentally about the whole thing. Um, yeah, I just it's, it's difficult to have conversations with these people. And also the helplessness that you feel when the whole world around you is just going insane. And you, you just that's why I feel like um, being close to nature gives you some kind of release from that like if you walk out in the garden you're with the birds you're just reminded that hey the the birds and the animals around you and nature everything else like everything else is going on as normal it's the crazy people at the top and the media and the government which is spreading all this nonsense 
um, which we, of course, all agree with. Um, yeah. thank, thank you, YouTube. Um, I actually have a line in a song where I talk about that of uh, that the world is fine. As much as people act like they want to try and, you know, oh, my God, the world is ending. All. The world's fine. It's people that are fucked and completely out of their minds. It's people that are totally and completely at odds with everything in nature. And it's not all people. It's just society, culture. It's what makes it's like a, an inhuman system that manages to make man as alien to nature as fucking black is to white. You know what I mean? As fucking uh, as bright blue is to fucking whatever uh, a dark red or, or some fucking shit. Right. It's just it is complete opposites, man. Yeah. Gormonger says nature still follows the laws of reality. Yeah, that's what I mean. When you go out in the garden and you see everything in nature behaving normally, they don't then the birds aren't wearing masks. You know, yeah. um, the last unicorn says, yes, exactly for me. It was the house arrest and police allowed to check you for valid reason to leave the house. That's one reason I'm glad I was in Thailand. Not to say that things haven't been pretty draconian here when they need to be, but we haven't had police. Um, oh, actually, if, I, if I'd left at certain times, they would have done that. But if I was back in the UK, I think I would have kicked off by now. Um, uh, or if I was somewhere like Australia where the police were, lit were stopping Canada. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, here, here you can kind of try to keep out of things a bit. I mean, things could turn we're, in Thailand. It's, it's starting to get the infection rate, even though nobody's dying, the infection rate's gone up and they're starting to shut down bars again. And they're saying we're not going to do lockdowns again, but you know, you know, uh, they will. Uh, probably. Have you I seen some uh, pissed offedness from people there over this? And again, not that we would ever endorse anyone, you know, non-compliance or anything like oh, that. No, compliance is good. Like compliance is good. Yeah. But in general, have you noticed that people and I, I've started to kind of notice this, too. A lot of people that were originally down with all this lockdown insanity aren't getting drawn back in with the, the virus fear mongering for the fourth wave with a lot of the, some people are those that I noticed that got initially like 100% swept up in it. Their ego is totally tied to it. But a lot of the people that were like non-committal and just like, ah, oh, one foot in it tacitly supporting it and whatnot. Most of those people are like, no, fuck this. This is fucking yeah. insane. And yet, especially they won't when they go out kids. in public and say yeah. it. Exactly. Exactly. Because people that have kids are like, I'm not going to fucking raise my kid to think this is normal. This is fucking insane. This is literally going to like raise them to be a fucking a, a weirdo worker drone for the rest of their life and be this fucking freak. Why do I want to do that, man? I mean, like here in the United States, people fucked up. And I'm sure in the UK, people fucked up the minds of generations of kids with goddamn nuclear warfare and chemical warfare drills and stuff in school and shit in the 1930s, 40s. And 50s absolutely fucking annihilated a bunch of people's minds with this shit to the point that even now later and all this stuff there are people still have all their fucking insano prepper bullshit from the time of we got to worry because the russians are going to chemical weapon all of us to death right and that sort of shit man that sort of shit that is what this is and i really do have to wonder if we're ever going to have this fucking like 30 40 years from now people looking back and like well i can't believe those guys believed that shit but somehow i doubt it man Denmark lurches to the far right. Somehow, if it's CNN saying somebody is lurching to the far right, that just means that they're doing something CNN doesn't agree with. Because, my God, they could have the most left-wing, like, hardcore liberal person in the world. And the second they say, fuck CNN, CNN's like, those right-wing Nazis. <laughs> 
Well, we're, we're right-wing Nazis, apparently. I mean, actually, I've noticed that your swastika that you had tattooed on your forehead, Seth, it seems to have, seems to have faded. You might need to get that redone. Yeah, naturally, naturally. Mm. Um, Philip's death leaves Britain's royals at a crossroads. Yeah, I, I, I hate it in, when the media make out that we really need to feel sorry for the poor royals with all the, everything they ever need, all the food. Dude, the people here food in the United clothes. States have been made to feel bad for the Queen of England with all this shit and seeing all these mm. people with their faux care of somebody that literally could give a shit about you. Queen of England could literally see you dead in the street and she'd get one of her fucking goons to just yank your body into a corner so she didn't have to be offended by seeing it anymore. Okay? Like, we're, we're not talking about somebody that gives a shit about you. And yet, we, we gotta care. She's just an old lady. You notice they do that with all this stuff? We're talking about the sort of, like, most sadistic, sociopathic fucking human beings that have ever existed. And yet, oh, come on, man. She's just some nice old lady. Some nice old man. It's the same shit. George H.W. Uh, with all that shit. People are like, hey, man, he was just some nice guy. Come on. Be be, be yeah. nice about it. Poor Prince Philip. He was just some nice old man. He just wanted to be reincarnated as a as a viral plague that could destroy most of humanity. The wow, that sounds like such a nice been, guy. The Queen has always been there for us. Um, and everyone always quotes the time during the Second World War where she came out to say hello to people. They always, like, literally two minutes of Dude. her life. And it's like a lifetime. She looks like her neck is perpetually throwing up. Okay, <laughs> like, that's all I need to know about the Queen of England. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and some people, some people on a conspiracy angle, some people say they've been replaced, and the people you see on the boom, don't cry, um, Masha. Sorry, we have to cover this right there. That's uh, in rush there. Now they teach Karl Marx in my school. My son is reading Communist Manifesto. Fucking a, dude, they're doing that here in America. It's not a joke. Yeah, definitely some weird uh, communist stuff going on. Should we say? Well, hello and it's to communism all? for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm totally down. But it's, you notice it's always communism for us and, and yet capitalism for the elite. I find that very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Everything's for the good of society these days, not about yeah. yourself. It's about society. Let's <laughs> Don't say, be selfish. <laughs> let's welcome Ossie back to the show and see what's uh, what's on your mind today, Sothi. Hi, hi, Ossie. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good, guys. How are you? Not too very bad. Good, not too bad. What's on your mind today? Cool. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, since we're touching on the the royal family, um, I wanted to say, you know, as as an American, this is one been one of this has been the best piece of news this whole week. This has kept this has helped me get elated. This is you know, <laughs> same. <laughs> the clouds are a little bit more blue just this week. Just every time I see the reminder of Prince, whatever his name is, I make a point not to learn their names. Uh, has died. I'm just like, oh, this is great. You know, a little bit more evil has left the world just oh like especially as an american i'm very dejected when i see fellow americans just fawning over the royal family it, it doesn't make sense to me like isn't that like the whole point of this country is fuck all royalty i like at least that's what i was taught you know before schools went completely commie was that you know i i i I'm sorry. I don't know if we can cuss, but no, uh, no, you're cool. You're cool. Okay. I noticed that a lot of young girls uh, have the thing of the princess deal. And so of course they used that uh, originally back in the day oh, yeah. with the princess Diana shit and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah. Grace Kelly becoming princess grace and all that stuff by marrying that, a uh, uh, Rainier guy that, right. that all that sort of stuff is totally plays into it. And I think it's, that's it's a all... big section of it. It's mostly oh, it's... women that fawn over that shit. 
That's very yeah. true. Yeah, that well, is very true. Oh, go ahead. Imagine, imagine how I feel, Aussie, coming from the UK, where <laughs> we we have this incredibly rich family that have got more wealth than you could ever imagine. Yeah. All all the homes, um, in all the homes they need in different countries, uh, yeah. the finest clothes, the finest food. And I have to help them by giving them a bit of my salary every month. I was Can you say, imagine what that's like? Yeah, you guys, don't you guys get like a small royalty tax still, like in your paycheck? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone in the UK has to give this incredibly rich family a bit more money. And what makes it worse, everyone around you, most of society, thinks it's a good idea. They want to give yeah. them money. It's like, and we'll oh think you're God. an asshole if you tell them otherwise. Like there are literally yeah. people in the UK that'll try and fucking fist fight you if you talk shit about the Queen or the Royals oh or something like. It's how incredible. dare you put them up? I'm like, oh my God. I don't understand how there are these people who their only claim to fame is their their blood, like who their great great granddad was. And people just give them money. Like, that's literally the only reason. People just get, they're still perpetuating this superior genotype. But I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, um, yeah, that's one of the few things I like about this. Well, that, that, that's, that's partly it, to be honest. I think once they know they can sell those kind of situations to the whole public, mm. when, when, they, when they were planning something like this COVID thing, mm -hmm. they must have thought, well, if we can, if we can convince people to give money, to a filthy rich uh, family, <laughs> we can we can convince them of anything, you know. Right. Well, that's the um, I mean, that's the uh, the bully mentality of a bully will see what they can get away with. They maybe bump you in the hall. They'll say something to you, see if you like talk back or whatever, and they'll just keep escalating and escalating. You know, people call it the frog in the water pot or whatever. But I think this is closer to what a bully does because a bully will test you and test you until they still just see what they can get away with. And they'll just keep escalating until you finally stand up for yourself. Um, going back to, um, I guess like the best worst case scenario though. Well, yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask you, Aussie, what, right. what's your, what's your best and worst case scenarios? So, I mean, you know, like I said, worst case, they're, they're just going to kill a bunch of us. I, I think that a lot of them are just obsessed with depopulation. And, you know, I just don't think that they would be satisfied with total control. I think that there is, a, you know, there is a significant amount of quote-unquote elites or whatever you want to call them that view humanity or view some of humanity or the excesses of humanity or whatever you want to call it as dirty or a, a fungus on the earth, something like that, or just, they don't even want people to be alive. They don't view you. They don't, I mean, they look at a, when you get to the tippy top, they don't view the masses as regular people. They don't view them as less total, like complete human beings. Right. They, I mean, they, 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 they're you're, they're, you're a subspecies to them. And that's why that's another reason why they're so hell bent on, literally creating, literally forcing us to be subspecies with, you know, I mean, we're talking about genetic engineering or CRISPR or designer babies or things like that. You know, they're going to make, they're, they're good. They're making it into such a way where once they perfect the technology, they literally will be a higher species. They literally will be smarter, stronger, more beautiful, live longer, faster, 
everything. They'll implant themselves with whatever the fuck they need to. They'll give themselves whatever fucking uh, CRISPR mRNA shots. I'm convinced that this mRNA shit is just testing out the technology for them, for whenever they're, they're ready to perfect it for themselves, to make their children literally better. That You know, there was a time, oh, the worst atrocities of humanity, right, were justified by dehumanizing the opposition, dehumanizing who you're going to commit the atrocity against. You would call them rats or cockroaches or terrorists or whatever. And that would justify slave. I mean, they didn't think slaves were, you know, full humans, right? That justified whatever you wanted to do to them because they were they didn't they didn't work they weren't worth all the dignity that a full full human uh, deserves. And if they are able to genetically engineer themselves to a place where they literally are an advanced species, then anything is justifiable. Um, and that, I, that's, I think, is the worst case scenario is that once that happens, you know, the few people who are allowed to be alive will either, you know, worst, worst case, will either be stuck on this earth while they're on a fucking breakaway civilization on a satellite like Elysium or on Mars or something. I know that's way down the line, but uh, that's worst case down the line. Best case, <laughs> best case, we still have a bunch of psychopaths in the world. Best case, you know, even if humanity finally realizes what these people are about, and I still, I, I always have to stay optimistic, and I think that they do, that, that we will finally realize what's going on. You know, when, when you're first sort of getting into conspiracy theories and you're just kind of wrap, trying to wrap your head, trying to wrap your head around like just some of the the plain evil things that have happened in the past where it's just like, this isn't even like about money. Like there are certain things where it's like, this isn't, this didn't make anybody any money. This was just evil. I don't understand why this happened. Um, and then you realize. Like and, Nero you know, fiddling while Rome burns. Type right. Stuff, that kind yeah. Of stuff. Just something like, like why? <laughs> like this isn't. And so you realize, you know, I think, I think the accepted statistic is like 1% of the population are clinical psychopaths, like another percent are clinical sociopaths, like another 2% have, you know, borderline personality disorders or, or things like that. And it's like, how many of those people do you think are, you know, CEOs or in government or policemen or doctors or public health officials or in key places in, in multinational corporations or in the UN, or in the, you know, on all these places. I'm, I'm sure not they're disproportionately all... overrepresented. <laughs> right. For and sure. So, yeah, best case, even if we're like, hey, we're not going to go down this dark path with you, there's still a bunch of freaking fucking psychopaths and sociopaths out there. And I think humanity, I'm not saying like, just go kill psychopaths, you know, they're not all, you know, I'm not whatever. But it's like, we have to realize that we need to put more roadblocks in place to prevent the excesses of power, pretty much. Um, and I think that would be the best case is humanity realizing how to prevent excesses and abuses of power. And I think they're realizing, you made a good point with like with regards to children, that's still one thing that people don't want to play with. And, you know, when people, and, you know, it's happening now because it's like, 
you know, at first it was like, hey, two weeks, you know, just to flatten the curve. And we, we realized that that was bullshit. And now it's like, hey, just get your shot and we can go back to normal. We can take off the mask and not social distance. And now they're walking that backwards. Like, oh, even if you get your shot, we still have to wear a mask. We still have to do this. We still might have to lock down. And you're going to be getting booster shots every six months. So, And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. That definitely wasn't part of the deal. So waking a few more people up, eh, you know, it's still not critical mass yet. And people are still just so complete. We, we have really gotten fat and complacent with technology. Yeah, it's the and conspiracy of apathy or is it the conspiracy of normalcy. It's, it's where everything yeah. has become just, oh, whatever, whatever. It's the definitely. frog in the pot thing. Definitely. It definitely is. People, I mean, we don't live hard lives and we don't want to go back to living hard lives. We, we, you know, it's funny, like the people who I, I feel like at least anecdotally or, or whatever that who are most fired up about this are at least, you know, living in America are um, recent immigrants because they've seen, I mean, I'm telling you like the biggest and, you know, Think what you will about Trump. You know, it's sort of like what he represented was like a vehicle for populism, what he was to a lot of people. He yeah. turned out not to really be that vehicle that people hoped, but um, he still invigorated a certain spirit that I think was overall positive, at least in America, um, more so than like, you know, Hillary or Joe Biden would at least. Yeah. Um, the people who are most, at least again, anecdotally fervent about Trump or whatever, um, be, were recent immigrants, were, I mean, Vietnamese people, Hungarians, people who saw communism firsthand and were like, what, what the fuck? This is exactly how it happened before. Like, we can't let this happen again. Those are the people who are willing to fight. Those are the people who've had not such a good life, who know how to be uncomfortable, who know how to... <laughs> to just not have all the creature comforts and be okay with that because they know that freedom is more valuable. I think we need more. And, you know, when I say that, unfortunately, it might be that America is going to have to go through a dark period before we realize, like, this isn't right, pretty much. Um, because the way I see it, they're trying to bring America, uh, I'm just, this is just me looking out of the eyes of, of in America, I you know, not not in a global sense, but they are trying to bring the United States down to third world level. I mean, that's what it feels like. Um, it, it feels like we're turning into Brazil. I mean, the homelessness is going out. It's, it's, it's just huge. out of control. It's out of control. I, I mean, you notice they just keep pushing camps further and further. They just keep moving it and moving it. Oh, and then yeah. Acting like, oh, the, the problem's better now, despite the fact that the homeless camp fucking three miles away is now like oh, yeah. four times the size. But, oh, yeah. oh what, whatever. Right. It's yeah, it's insane to watch. Oh, yeah. And when we're going through, I mean, so many homeless people were created by Barack Obama and Timothy Geithner when they were just like, yeah, instead of, you know, fixing the housing crisis and bailing out the homeowners, which would have fixed the problem. I've gotten into arguments with uh, with friends over this, where it's like, oh, if we didn't bail out the banks, it'd be another Stone Age. All the businesses would fall apart. That's what they told people in 2008 and 2009. It was a lie. Timothy Geithner, Obama's uh, Secretary of Treasury, who's the fucking head of the New York Federal Reserve, which is crazy. Um, you know, I guess Biden up one upped him by appointing exactly. the, the, the chair, the actual chair. It's just I can't even think about it. Anyway, there's an interview with Timothy Geithner, 
who oversaw that whole bailout process. It was with John Stewart, you know, when when fucking liberals were still good. Uh, and it's the extended interview. And, and then through the interview, he actually, John Stewart gets Timothy Geithner to admit like, okay, so you're saying that if we would have bailed out the houses, that would also have made Wall Street whole and we wouldn't have had to bail out Wall Street because your books would have been more in the black than they than they were. Uh, and people could have kept their fucking house. And Timothy Geithner was like, yes, but we didn't want to encourage I can't remember the specific term that he used, but it's like we didn't want to encourage, you know, that sort of practice by like the plebs pretty much. I wish I could remember <laughs> the term because it was so condescending, but I can't yeah. remember it. But, and so that's their mentality of like, well, we can gamble, we can do whatever we want because we are more human. We are a higher form of humanity by virtue of if you're royal to your blood. And now these people, I mean, I'm sure these people also have their own incestuous bloodlines, but also by virtue of just money, by virtue of material wealth. Um, and humans and, and, and just regular masses, they get to get kicked out of their house. I mean, Obama kicked out 5 million people from the house. You wonder why there's so many homeless people. It's because Barack Obama decided to bail out banks instead of investing in the people. I mean, if we were to cancel student debt, that'd be $20 billion, I believe, Maybe I'm wrong. At least the va oh, maybe student debt is a bit higher, but that actually doesn't matter because whatever student debt is, it could be a trillion dollars. We've spent like we've we've printed like seven trillion dollars yeah. this year. How yeah. come America? How come not even just America? How come no country invests in their people? It is it's it's an evil mentality. If you invest in your people, your country will be great. There's no reason that after World War II, America shouldn't have the smartest society, the cleanest society, the happiest society, the most advanced society, but we've invested in multinational corporations. We've invested in, I, I mean, chemical and, and drug companies and lumber companies and all of these things. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but uh, yeah, no, you're, cool, it, it, you're cool. It's very, it's very frustrating. Um, well, it kind of, that, that, what something you said there kind of remind me of, um, the fact this whole global pandemic thing, all the countries in the world are suddenly working together. And I think we've said it before, but how, why couldn't they have done that before and ended poverty and homelessness? Exactly. And it just for all by following the same stages and coordinated things internationally. But no, they do it over some virus that uh, if you look at the stats, don't, isn't even that much worse than the flu, you know? Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, considering we have large percentages of the population in all sorts of different countries that don't have uh, indoor plumbing, and yet we have to make sure they get the vaccine, though. Got to make sure that's the case. Not, you know, running water and shit like that, but vaccines. That's, that's, that's what they need. That's, that's where we're at, man. That's where we're fucking at. I, I hate all the lies in this pandemic as well. Like, if, if, they, if they actually showed how many of these people that you see uh, on the case numbers not th these people, the asymptomatic people, the people who've got no symptoms. It's, mm -hmm. it's like 80, 80 percent of these people mm -hmm. don't have any symptoms. Mm -hmm. it, but but they don't say that. And so you see oh, 5000 people today. It's like oh, 5000 people coughing and spluttering and on death's bed. No, 5000 people. <laughs> absolutely fine, because it, they, it's probably a false positive, you know. And isn't it funny how you know, a year ago or whatever, when people were dying, you know, let's say some guy dies in a motorcycle crash, but he has COVID. Oh, he died of COVID. 
every 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 death. I'm 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 about to die of cancer. I have cancer all through my body, and I get a COVID particle in my nose. Oh, he, he died of COVID. He died of COVID. Right. And then you've got the, the yeah. Then the you've got the opposite. Yeah. Mm. yeah the vaccine. Exactly. Uh, get, get the vaccine. Dead within ten minutes. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> must have been asphyxiation or something. He, he must have choked. Must have a uh, 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 heart attack. Uh, 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 he was going to uh, die anyway. Yeah. Exactly. I. I mean... <laughs> It's just, it is, is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's just you can't like as a rational human. It's like I know we're all human beings. We all have the same capacity for logic. What the fuck? What the hell has happened to people's what logic? Yeah, it's just it's it's breathtaking how how people. I guess people aren't actually looking at some of the information. They're just listening to the media, and that's. That's why when we don't, we've never been doing that. And so we've kind of, it's, it's obvious what's going on. And, but these people are still listening to people like the BBC who are just understand. so full of lies. It's just ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand. I learned, I mean, that was my first foray into, I, you know, I hate to call it conspiracy theory or whatever, but whatever, becoming aware, becoming, you know, yeah. um, was actually watching the, I mean, I remember because I was like, okay, I'm going to be an informed, responsible citizen. I am going to watch a ton of CNN and read Newsweek and all of that. And literally just by watching it, just being like, uh, I guess, a thinking human being and just watching it every day, I'm like, this is fucking horseshit. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like this is <laughs> like, I don't know anything. I'm a fucking, I'm half a college kid. And I know that this is BS. I know that you're hiding stories. I know that you're 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 spinning it. I know that you're using manipulating language. I can see that with my. I mean, it's clear and obvious. And so, if you're doing that, that means you're hiding something. And I don't want to listen to you anymore because you know I'm gonna look for the thing that you're hiding. I think that's the more important piece of the story. And so, like, it's just weird because consuming media is what woke me up. And now I don't know, but these people consume so much more media than I could ever imagine. And they, they just, it just, you know, the direct contradictions mean nothing to them. It's, it's crazy. I think it's the difference between actively consuming something and passively consuming something, man. Mm, I think yeah. that makes a huge difference when you're actively consuming this and you're actively reading it, you're actively paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. And it, you're not just letting it bathe over you mm -hmm. like a lot of these people do. Then yeah, it's a lot easier to see the edges of the, uh, of the lie. But when you're just bathed and plugged into it and it just like washes over your brain every single day, it starts to just kind of become like background noise that you just take on and let it program you and stuff. I mean, how many people will just go to sleep with the TV playing or go to sleep mm -hmm. while, with it, all this shit going in, into their head? Uh, how many people have to have don't feel informed or don't feel connected until they're plugged into CNN or something? It's it's insane mm -hmm. to, to see. It is very, it's very strange. I, and I think a lot of it also has to do with, you know, generally, right, um, a Democrat is, is I, I don't want to use that term, generally, um, because Republicans are the same, right? Uh, yeah. Generally, it's just in America, it's like the more crazy side. I mean, they're both two sides of the same coin, but the more crazy side of the coin, I guess right now are the Democrats, but that, I, it, it, American politics is just professional wrestling, though. I, yeah, I, 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 I realize that. I mean, they, they'll even have characters come on and off, the good guy and the bad guy, and it, it, it's, it's, it's purely professional wrestling. But I would say generally those who are, I don't know what term you would call it, let's say asleep, I don't even like using the woke sleep terminology. They've, they've 
destroyed that. But yeah, made that you know what I mean? Nor- yeah, normies. Um, yeah. Uh, they consider themselves generally uh, more educated. Um, and, and honestly, I think at least the way I, I see it, it's like a lot of these people, um, maybe because I'm just hanging around with, I, I don't know. A lot of these people feel like, I, I think they're afraid of sounding stupid, honestly. They're, they're just so afraid of what other people think of them that they're not willing to follow the truth where it leads them. Um, and that's why they're just they're just willing to regurgitate whatever they hear and then get that validation from other people who are just regurgitating the New York Times or CNN or whatever the fuck um, warmongering outlet that they're listening to. Um, I, I think that that's a big chunk of it. Is just, well, it's the uh, authority complex type thing, and it's right. uh, following the authority complex. It's what is tied into, if you notice, the cult of science, of how anybody that is yeah. against what your very usually politically driven and motivated position is on something. Not, I'm not talking about you specifically, but just yeah, like yeah. The, theory, the hypothetical you, right? Yeah. Uh but that most people will come to these conclusions for usually very self-serving reasons. And yet somehow there's always that appeal to the science. Hey man, if you don't, I'm just, I'm just trusting the science when anybody that knows what science is, knows that it's a method, not an objective, like, like a way of thinking type thing. You know what I mean? It's not just some perfect, like this is the facts type deal. When science is supposed to be a system of skepticism, repeated over and over and over and over and over again. And yet to most of these people, that's not what it is. It's never what it's been. And you see it across everything. It's that appeal to just trust the authorities, man, trust the experts, the experts know what they're talking about. And you brought up communism earlier. I noticed that this, uh, the parallels between what we're experiencing right now in the uh, COVID sphere is very, very, very similar to what the uh, people were dealing with during the Soviet union, where there's government funded experts that don't know jack shit the Anthony Fauci's of the Soviet Union that are making decisions and political policy based upon whatever their particular little goals are for the rest of society. And it has nothing in terms of based on economic soundness, uh, freaking industrial soundness, agricultural soundness, scientific or medical soundness, any of this sort of stuff goes out the window for whatever their own particular interests are. And I feel like that's reflected everywhere. Yeah, um, it's funny. I just wrote a paper about. Um, I just wrote a paper was for like a philosophy class, and I, the subject that I chose was uh, communist China and their um, four pests program. Mm-hmm. And one of their pests was uh, the sparrow. For because some guy, just some guy who's an expert or an official or whatever, was like, "Hey, sparrows are eating you know seeds that farmers plant." Let's kill all the sparrows, right? That's a good public health policy. Yeah. And they killed it. And then it's like, oh, well, it turns out sparrows also eat bugs that eat plants. And so they killed all the sparrows. And then like 40 million people died because crops were overrun by locusts and other bugs. And it's like, that's what you get when you get some f- fucking public expert or official to just throw this policy out there. 
Well, and didn't they try and tie that into the uh, so-called, what was it, chemical or not chemical, uh, biological weapons, supposedly, the disease warfare thing that they tried to throw on uh, the NATO troops and whatnot during the Korean War and all that. They try, As far as I know, they tried to tie that in to the entire why people are starving on mass because the system could never be wrong. The system's never wrong. No, no, no. It's those Western countries are bringing in diseased rats and diseased birds and dropping them into the country so that they can poison the crops and the people and all that. It's fucking insane. And it's that's totally you got it. That's where we're at right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they give people some extra completely menial task. I mean, at the moment, it seems like social distancing, wash your hands, wear the fucking mask, use your uh, what is it, hand sanitizer all the time. All this sort of shit definitely seems like the exercises in futility that they give people in order to help people feel uh, community building, as uh, communists would call it team or, building or um. Or sucking the fun out of life, which is yep. what I call of it. Um, we're going to have to um, wind down soon as it's getting okay. pretty late here in Thailand. Ossie, did you have any final uh, comment you wanted to make today? Um, Final comment? Not really. I, I mean, you know, I just, I guess to, to everyone who, are, who might be listening, to stay, po I always, always stay positive. You know, be informed, understand that the fight is going to be rough, understand that there are just psychopaths out there, just clinical, no conscience, moral, soulless psychopaths. And understand that that is just a fact of life, but there are more normal people. The amount of quote unquote elites or people who are in on it or whatever you want to, they, them, whatever you want to call it, they're so much smaller than the general population. The overpopulation thing is a myth. We have the resources. We just need to. We just need to handle them properly. People don't need it, it, it's. It's the the crap that they're trying to feed you is a lie. There are so much more of us than there are of them. Always stay positive. Always, you know, just do your best in your own in your own little world. Learn to be more self sufficient. Learn to take more responsibility. Take more things onto yourself. Learn some useful hobbies. Um, and, you know, have, have, uh, hopefully, you know, have a family, you know, so you can at least contribute to the next generation of not being insane. Um, if that's your proclivity, um, you know, I, I hope to have some kids. I hope to at least, you know, let them know like, Hey, <laughs> like whatever the fuck is going on and you know, whatever, 20 years, like don't, you know, anti-communist household all the way, anti-authoritarian household all the way, anti-fucking royalty household all the way. Um, yeah, man, always be positive. That's that's my that's my takeaway. Always be positive. Always be optimistic. Um, it's not over till everyone's dead. <laughs> um, that's good. Good advice. Indeed, yeah. Thank you, dude. Especially you. about becoming self-sufficient. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Aussie. It was good to speak to you again. Hope you'll join us again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, thank thank you guys. It's great. I definitely will be back. Um, you know, yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks, Aussie. Good to Later, hear from man. you again. Take it easy. Um, cool. Yeah, it was good to speak to Aussie again. It's nice uh, when some regulars come on again as well. And uh, I just posted the link in Kate. We're probably down to our last about eight minutes now. Anyone else you'd like to come and comment? You're you're welcome to come and join us. The link's there. Okay, um, here, let me speed run through a couple uh, for you, Scott. Yeah, Just go with for some it, Seth. Article titles here. We got uh, mm -hmm. NASA, uh, was it SpaceX wins $2.9 billion contract to fly astronauts to the moon. Like I said, I guess uh, SpaceX's uh, CG and SFX teams were just too 
too good for uh, NASA to pass up on. So they'll be in charge of the next lunar missions. Uh, mm, I said Austin area companies already working on lunar lander and 3D printed moon buildings. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, next we have on a similar tip here in the sci-fi reality we live in here. <clears throat> uh, out of popular mechanics, Bill Gates will have to wait a while to block the sun. Scientists have postponed the billionaire backstudy of the controversial technology called solar geoengineering. Again, you know, just the controlled rollout, contrived rollout, the fact that they've been using particles in the atmosphere to control weather for what at this point we're looking like 80 years now. And yet people still, what? What is this new technology they're talking about and acting like, of mm. course, it's space age shit, which seems to be parkour. Of course, we have uh, out of New York Post here, Pentagon develops microchip that detects COVID under your skin. Charming medical researchers at the Pentagon have created a microchip that will detect COVID-19 when inserted under the skin. Relax, conspiracy theorists. They're not being disseminated via vaccines. The revolutionary technology was developed by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Research Projects Agency, which operates under the Pentagon umbrella, according to Sunday night's broadcast of 60 Minutes. The top secret unit was launched during the Cold War to study emerging technologies for military use, among them innovative defenses of, of, <laughs> to defend soldiers uh, or innovative uh, innovations to defend soldiers from biological weapons. Of course, that's how they have to try and sell it. You know, more war propaganda, which they always have tied this stuff into from the very beginning with the COVID stuff. It's always been the, we got to fight the virus. You got to watch out. COVID will get you. It's the the hidden enemy always there. It's the same thing of terrorism, same thing of whatever fill in the blank term that they use for your boogeyman that they're going to try and get you with. Uh, people's fear over all of this is fucking insane. Yeah. Woman indeed. thinks um, she saw a tiny baby dinosaur running through her backyard. Oh, good. Good New York oh. Post. Good. That is. Yeah. Wow. High quality journalism there. It is fantastic. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Final... Just that. That's good stuff. Sorry. That's just that. <laughs> that fucking killed me. That's we're literally people like you and i will have facebook or youtube be like mm, i don't know we got to fact check your guy but the fucking new york post literally hits did you see a baby dinosaur running through a backyard and that's that's kosher man that's cool that's great yeah cool thanks guys mm. thanks yeah Jeez. just having a quick scan through as soon as anything else there uh, nancy pelosi there biography uh, there was one last point that I wanted to bring up, and I know this is a little bit more out there on the conspiracy tip, but I know this is something that you've studied for a while, too, of the uh, elongated scold people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. What we were talking about yeah. earlier, that this cycle has happened before of an elites that control everything and that try and uh, separate themselves from humanity into their humanity plus. What if those elongated scold peoples that were killed by many Latin American peoples back in the day? What if those people, or at least according to their oral traditions, including Native American peoples all the way in North America, what if those peoples were the remnants of the last great elite? I've just always thought, like, wondered about that sort of stuff. And then just talking about that got me to, to think about it there with the idea that this has happened before. And I could be completely wrong, totally off base. I mean, there are a lot of people that have the idea that the elongated skulled peoples were... Uh, a different like biological you know what i mean are not genus homo sapiens sapiens but are instead some entirely other uh, uh species somewhat related to humans or something like that i find that rather interesting if at one point the idea is that 
these guys tried to break away from humanity in a similar way and enslaved a bunch of people and were worshipped as god kings for uh, a rather long time. In what if the Korea. vaccines are going to make people give birth to people with elongated skulls? <laughs> I I don't know. Somehow I doubt that. Uh, I feel like the people doing the uh, skull elongating when it came to the uh, general populace and whatnot in Latin America, it's very much so a religious thing of them trying to look like they're gods and all that. I don't know that that's the case, but it's interesting. And also, at some point, some particular culture decided to build pyramids all over the entire world that all happened to have very similar structure shapes and ideas and whatnot. All, for the most part, happened to align with constellations, stars, everything. And it's very... Uh, very interesting sort of coincidences that there appears to have been a world spanning civilization at one point that is not at all acknowledged by mainstream historians. And that appears to have just winked out at some point. And there's just little pockets of it that continue to exist. Into, well, what if, what uh, if, um, what if there was, and they're going to re reveal that later and make that part of project blue beam or whatever, and make these, these entities that are living amongst us, maybe those people with the elongated skulls are still living in Antarctica or something, and they're going to introduce them to the world. I, I swear, I swear things have gone so crazy over the last year. They may go full on and just bring in all kinds of other shit. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, cause the idea that uh, technology so advanced and so separate from people that uh, I don't want to say small minded, but people that are, inexperienced with any of this technology would view it as godlike or miraculous by comparison people that could you know uh move stones that weighed millions of pounds hundreds of thousands of pounds stones that could not be moved by any other means here that we're supposedly going to believe that people moved with fucking roller ro logs across goddamn entire deserts, hundreds of miles and shit and stacked upon one another and then cut it perfect flat 90 degree edges and whatnot angles and everything with uh sand sand. You see some of the stones over here in Thailand, man. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess the explanation is they came from volcanoes like, but these things are huge. They are absolutely massive. Even yeah. on this island here where I am, they're just colossal. And the idea of that thing that was was hurtling through the air at any time, it almost seems unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I do feel that this was a designed planet and people stuck, not, not with things like Stonehenge, but some of the stones you see here in Thailand, they're almost artistic in the way they've been placed, you know. That's why I say that if the feeling that this has happened before and the feeling that this is part of some cycle that these guys, whether or not it's meant to be like this or not, I don't know, man, but it feels definitely like they are the contrived elite, those who are attempting to control this towards their own nefarious means. And it, uh, it definitely feels like it's happened before in terms of the control grid completely falling apart and our ancestors going back to, uh, to little more than guys and with sticks and stones and in fucking mud huts. And I have a feeling that if the entire power grid were to go down right now, that's where most of us that managed to survive would be for a while is sticks and stones and mud huts. Going off on, an, on another conspiratorial linked um, topic. What if, what if uh, some people have suggested that these vaccines may have some kind of Nephilim uh, component to them, and they could be trying to change people's DNA because these uh, mRNA vaccines do uh, do affect your genes. 
I've heard people say that because the human rights thing, but at the same time, it's not like any of these cocksuckers respect your human rights of people that we know are genetically human in the first fucking place. So, I mean, why would they, why would they have to go through some big like, like game like this in order to then really violate your human rights? If they're doing that, I feel like that's more on a level of uh, genetic manipulation to try and, as you brought up, try and get people to birth somebody that is uh, genetically, uh, 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 cooperative or genetically able to be tampered with in the way that they want. I don't know. That's completely speculative. I, the more that I've looked into that kind of stuff, the more I found that their genomics theory and their genomics, uh, sort of obsession very much so feels like pseudoscience at the end of the day, but I could completely be wrong. So, yeah. And sometimes I think it's, you know, um, I think we should make this clear to the YouTube, uh, crew who, I mean, I'm sure it's their algorithms that pick up stuff, but then maybe someone listens to them when they decide. If yeah, you and then gets a random hair up their butt to delete our stuff. But I would like to say, you know, when I say that um, some people, this is conspiracy news, I'm not saying it's necessarily fact, but, you know, it doesn't seem to matter anymore. But uh, some people have suggested that some of the vaccines may be, they've noticed of changing the mentality of people around them. And it kind of makes you think of those movies like uh, The Body Snatchers where could uh, and i'm i'm not saying this is true again uh youtube i'm saying i've heard people uh say this could be happening that you know could people be changing into you know, ch their minds be changing that have had the vaccine i mean it sounds a bit far-fetched but you know i just put put that out there yeah indeed and osseo says uh what is it? We got to talk aliens or previous iterations of humanity next time. I just started looking into pyramids around the world. It's weird that all people decided to just build these same shape structures. Indeed, I'd love to do a show on it. I mean, have uh, you've had Brian Forrester on uh, your show. Talk I've had Brian, Brian Forrester cool. on, and I actually did the episode from Egypt after just going to see the pyramids. So, yeah, a reminder that we sometimes do uh, have special guests. If anyone rec wants to recommend someone. Um, or even if somebody's out there has got a specialist topic, you're welcome to come on. Um, yeah, I had Brian Forster. I went to Egypt. I interviewed uh, the, my guide there was on the episode and also Brian Forster, and they had totally opposing views on things. So it was mm -hmm. kind of go back and check that episode out. Um, maybe I'll start reposting some of these old episodes uh, at some point. Um, anyway, yes, guys, Kieran does, uh, to be fair, people started acting body snatched even before taking the vaccine. Ain't that the goddamn truth? That is the Fuck. truth. Um, Fuck. we're probably winding down to the last one minute. Right if on. anyone wants to make any final comments, go ahead. Oh, there's a, there's Jake. Great. Let's ha let's speak to Jake. Right um, let's Jake, make sure you've got everything, uh, set there. You can switch your video off if you like. It helps with bandwidth and, uh, get your headset on and then we'll bring you in. Uh, get some final comments, probably the last few minutes, and then we'll wind down for today. Um, let's try and bring Jake on then. Yo, there you up? go, Jake. Hey, what's Jake, up? how's it going? What would you like yeah, to talk about today? I, I heard that you um, that you were like talking about uh, how vaccines are like changing people's minds. Um, what do you think of that? Um, I have no idea because. Um, I only only know a few people who've had the vaccine, and I I haven't noticed right. any particular change. But I I haven't spent enough time with them. What What do you think? I I, I don't know because vaccines haven't really had like because it's only now that like you know where people are starting to be like super afraid of stuff um, like vaccines and such because of how overblown like this whole thing has been. But like um 
Yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe it's gonna like you know change like like five you know like um sorry I have trouble for okay. my words through but um yeah no I don't believe it's gonna like change the way people act or stuff. It's yeah, it does seem that that does seem yeah. it does seem like it's that's a little bit uh, overblown. Yeah. I can't imagine. I wouldn't have thought so either. But I, uh, some people have said that, so I thought I'd mention it. But right. I wouldn't have thought so. It's kind of almost sounds like scaremongering to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's scaremongering. It's more it's just people wanting to feel special by making other people feel scared and such. Yes, yeah. I I don't know because. Oh look, at me guys! I'm special. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna vaccinate my children. I'm so cool, quirky, and special. Like like that, like that you know. There is it's a bit like, of there is a lot of division going on with yeah. people's opinions and stuff, which is why I've kind of started think. Uh, I've started uh, keeping my opinions to myself in yeah. with, with groups of people who I know is gonna gonna cause problems with you know. Yeah, because what, what what I've seen is that like a lot of people think say uh, say the government is like against them or like just someone is against them, and it's like oh I'm not doing that dude against me they're gonna they're gonna put stuff in my brain so it's like it's so mad like the mentality of these people it's it's insane. Well, I think uh, I think if you're gonna be suspicious of uh, groups. You need to have something to back it up. Like, is there anything in yeah, history yeah. that's happened where governments have um, kind of done things to people? You know, like uh, have they have they conducted experiments on people before and got caught? Those kind of things. If hmm. if you can't find any examples, then maybe you shouldn't be paranoid and suspicious. But if you can, then maybe you should be a little bit cautious. Uh, and yeah, a lot of this because what I've also seen is like people say they, they they claim they have evidence, right? And it's some crappy article from some no-named uh, news website that only that it's the only no-named website that's uh, said stuff about this, and it's it's so mad, like, oh. Well, if know. if you've if you've got if you can't if you find your evidence in a place which and and there's nothing to back it up, um, then yeah, any yeah. website or any news website. Uh, could be, uh, you know, I would even say if you look at something like the BBC, which is a respected news outlet, you should also check things they say as well. So if they just make a claim without there being any evidence, you should also be suspicious of them. But you're right. You can't just go to any kind of, uh, even in the alternative media, you can't just go to any kind of website and just pluck something out with any, without any yeah. kind of reason or rationale behind it. Yeah. It's 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 insane, man. Like, oh, I I don't even know what to say now. Well, the world is um, definitely going uh, a bit crazy and insane, and everyone yeah, everyone has to make their own well, opinion as to what they think's going on. What what yeah, do you think's what, going on? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what do you think's going on? Like, well, like with with how... the world at the moment, do you think um, do you think everything's pretty much as it seems? Uh, is there a, a virus going around the world, and we should all? Listen well, to yeah, the I do, government I, I and the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, I, I do believe there's a virus going around because obviously there's a noticeable death spike and such. And um, yeah, the state of the world, the way I've seen it, is this this world has like always been kind of screwed. You know, like let, let's say like two thousand one, two thousand five. You know, because because line eleven was like a big scary scary thing around that time, and like it was it's it's insane, man. Because people people think like the world's been slowly on a decline, but way I've seen it is it's it's just it's always been on a decline like forever. 
because yeah it's mad <clears throat> so the world's always been kind of screwed so, i mean 90s the screwed 2000s were screwed 2010s were screwed now the 2020s are screwed so it was bad um with the state of people um i think the reason why people are starting to think that like the world is becoming worse is more because of the internet you know it's allowed people to have a, a voice and have more people listen to that voice than normal and it's sort of made uh everyone with like a more negative kind of opinion uh be able to just you know it, it allows them to reach out some more and it's allowed them to be a lot louder and you know people people love negative attention and stuff and well not negative attention more negative just negative stuff overall and yeah it's that that's why they're so popular and stuff it's it's insane and the whole lockdown stuff i don't know what to say to that man it's yeah. freaky it's not it's not like freaky to me i guess i don't know because I, I normally stay inside anyway so it, it doesn't bother me too much but like <laughs> that's true if you don't go if you stuff. don't go out much then lockdown yeah. could be fine um i mean a lot of people yeah. have issue with the fact that it doesn't seem very healthy you know if uh if if people are sick then the the worst thing you can do is just stay inside away from the fresh air you know isolated and alone but um, yeah, yeah but then if you go outside then there's the risk of having the vaccine well not the vaccine sorry the, yeah the virus spreads so it's sort of a loose loose situation i guess the best you can do is to just isolate yourself otherwise you risk spreading it and making it even more worse than it already is i would yeah. actually agree with you there if you're really sick if you're really sick and uh, you've got a a uh, a bad virus which is deadly to other people i'm not so i'm not so sure covid is deadly i mean if we look at the actual government figures uh, nine, more than 99 well there's lots of figures quoted 99.93% mm. seems to be one mm. figure um is, is survivable so if you look at the government's own figure can we really say this is a deadly disease what what do you think about that um quite honestly i i don't know i'm i'm not totally great with this kind of stuff you know i'm i'm sorry if i can't give like such an opinion but uh yeah i don't know what to say to that man yeah no worries um we're probably gonna have to wind down now anyway but it was good speaking to you jake and um yeah, you're welcome to come back on well. yeah, yeah welcome no to come back on anytime um right. hope things work yeah. out for you and yeah speak to you again soon thank you jake uh we're probably gonna wind it down for today so um thanks for joining us everyone um and i'm gonna play i'm gonna play out with the um outro music if nice. i can find it and any final comments um, from you, Seth, while I while I try and set this up? Just glad to join you. Glad to talk. Glad to uh, hear from guests and whatnot. Love to hear other people's opinions and everything. Uh, I think it's actually one of the coolest parts about being online here and being able to share that and whatnot. Uh, thank you for everybody that contributed. Thank you for uh, both of our guests uh, that we had today. Uh, callers, thank you to everybody that's uh, commented and whatnot. And most importantly, thank you, Scott for keeping this going and whatnot. And we will continue to keep it going regardless of how, uh, how YouTube decides to treat us in the future. Yeah. This episode may get deleted. Um, yeah, who knows? Even with the intro, even with that intro, who knows, man, last time it got to about 150 views and they deleted, it, it was only up for a couple of days. So we'll see how long this one stays up. 
Um, and if, again, if anyone has any ideas about a radio channel where we could go to, we could go back to Dark Matter, but I honestly don't know how many viewers we get per episode or whether they can do live shows. I particularly prefer to stick with the live show aspect of it. It's not. It's nice having call-ins. So if anyone out there knows a platform where we might suit and we can have a live call-in ch- uh, show, then do contact me, scottsentinel9 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll look into what we can do. I, I reckon we've got another few months and then we'll probably have to sort something else out. So um, thanks again, everyone. Take it easy. I'm going to put the outro music on. Have a good uh, week, everyone. Bye-bye.